Welcome to Colors and Cocktails. It's Monday, May 18th, and I'm Vanessa. And I'm Amanda. And welcome. Yes. Yes. It's been a couple weeks. We've had some crazy life things going on, but you know how that goes. Yeah, end of the year kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I say end of the year. It's only end of the year if you have kids in school. Yes. And then your schedule is jam-packed with all these weird things like field day and awards day and jazz honor band or whatever. Every little rehearsal and every, I'm sorry, every uh, recital. Yes. Possible. Yeah. So so I had, I personally had a lot going on the last couple weeks and then Evelyn had a lot going on and then this is the last week of school for her. So things have just been nutty crazy yeah completely crazy. nutty red yes <sighs> and we still have a few more days of school and i have like awards days to get through and stuff but then it'll be like some smooth sailing and some sleeping in yes and i mean by sleeping in i mean till six thirty. oh yeah <laughs> that's so exciting yeah i get to sleep in for real sleep in yeah well i'm jealous i don't want to hear about it <laughs> well yeah i know so the there's been that there's been um mother's day yes which was really did you have an inventful mother's day you did all kind of stuff you went up to amicalova falls right yes we did and uh for anybody who does not live in georgia or who has not gone to amicalova falls it's beautiful it is. It's gorgeous. Um, but it is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> no. It's quite a I had forgotten. I had forgotten how intense it was, because I think it's been about 15 years since I'd been there last. Wow. Yeah. And you went there and you're like, oh, I'm going to really climb all those steps. Yeah. Yeah. I remember getting, I think the last time I was there, I'm not sure that there were steps all the way to the top. I think you could drive to the top. <laughs> But I do not think there were steps because I remember stopping at the bridge, which, okay, so you come into Amicalola mm-hmm. area and it's a state park. So there are little cabins you can rent, there are pavilions. So it was packed to the gills. We drove around for like 10 minutes trying to find a parking so spot. So it wasn't, you weren't the one with the uni- unique idea. No. I would no, never I thought, have thought of that for Mother's Day. I mean, I just think of Mother's Day as like the day that I get to nap. If I want to nap. I get to nap. No, we think of Mother's <laughs> Day as a day to have adventures as oh, a family. Well, that's cool. That's really so, nice. So, yeah, we weren't the only ones to have this brilliant idea. Plus, it was the first, like, amazingly beautiful day here in Georgia. Oh, yeah, it was like, beautiful. Like, it was, it was warm, but it wasn't hot. It wasn't humid. There was a breeze. It was the perfect day to do this. So... I, like I said, I'd forgotten. So we parked way at the bottom, close to the entrance. So there was a little uphill hike, up like paved paths and stuff, and through the woods, along the river. And at first I'm like, oh my god, I'm not going to make it. I am fat and <laughs> out of shape. This is going to be bad. And <laughs> once we got to the bottom of the stairs, I read the sign, and it said it was like a, I don't know, I don't know what the ratings is. It vigorous? What is the word I'm looking for? Intense? Let's go yeah, with probably intense. intense. That sounds so, good. Yeah, it it was intense at 175 steps, and I'm like, all right, that's up to the bridge. I can see the bridge from here, from the bottom of the falls. You can see the bridge. I can do this. So you start going, and I pick a pretty slow place that's kind of just plodding, so that it's a rhythm you can keep up with, even if your legs start to burn. You know. Yeah, because they do. Yeah, they burn even so we got up to the bridge. Steps. Yeah, we got up to the bridge, and then I look over to the side. And I'm like, "Oh, huh, that looks like it goes all the way to the top." And when you climb up to the bridge, it's not in the middle. Oh, it's about a third of the way up the waterfall. <laughs> because you walk across the bridge over the waterfall, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I posted. A, a, uh, I think I posted a picture of. A couple pictures of me and Evelyn, like, yeah. on the bridge or there on Twitter. So Okay. I don't tweet much, so it's easy to find. But, um, so I was like, all right, Evelyn, I'll, I'll go to the top. I'll go all the way to the top. I get to the sign, and it said 400. 
and 25 steps. Ah, that's different. 425 steps. That's a lot. Up. Yeah. Up. So total, I went 600 up and 600 down. By the time at, and my husband, who is, if you looked at him, you would think he was a skinny man. He is a fat, skinny man. <laughs> That's <laughs> he is, funny. Yeah, he is as out of shape as I am. And by the time both of us got down, our legs, like, mid-step, you would start start to tremble. Yeah. And if you stood too long, you're, you, I would just shake. That's a weird feeling, isn't it? It is. I, it is. I remember going to a place called something like the Thousand Steps Beach when I was in California many years ago. And it, you go down so many steps that it hurts just going down. Yes. That, and it was yes. it was pretty, I don't know, it was intense. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I remember my leg shaking. I was only 16, so <laughs> I don't think I'd make it now. <laughs> well, not with your busted ankle. No, that's true. Murder. And see, earlier in the spring, early spring, late winter, I was at the park walking, and I was really hoofing it, Mm -hmm. and I was walking across kind of this boardwalk under some trees, and I knew they get slippery, but it was like morning, it was a beautiful day, I didn't think there'd be any dew left, and so it was just, either it was a dew or a very light frost, and I nearly busted my butt. (laughs) Like, I fell, and you know... After the age of about 30, when you fall but don't fall and you catch yourself, how it can be worse than actually falling. Because you've wrenched everything out of Yeah, all of your muscles have done everything they can to to keep you from totally wiping out. Yeah. And I hurt my knee when I did that. Like, I had hyperextended it or something to where when I fully extended it, it, there's pain in the backside of my knee now. And by the time I was done going down those steps holy crap my knee mm-hmm. it was so bad ended up swelling up that night oh it was, yeah it was terrible well that's terrible. that's one way to remember the day if nothing else it was memorable yeah but it was still fun yeah definitely and I beautiful mean, yeah it was beautiful it was fun it's it's always fun when you can laugh at yourself for whatever deficits you have so being being overweight and out of shape and sweating like a you know but anybody would be yeah yeah but there was an older woman i mean she was a grandma and i'm like oh hell no i'm not letting grandma beat me up the the mountain i'm going and she beat you or (laughs) no no no, okay good good well that that's at least something you can save a bit of your dignity incidentally i uh i googled thousand steps beach it's at laguna and uh, oh it's only 230 Oh. Yeah, so you did much more than that even and I was I remember that as as quite a lot, so Yeah. <laughs> that puts it in perspective. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <gasps> Might as well call it a thousand. Yeah, totes. <laughs> well if you go up and down, that's twelve hundred. Yeah. And see this is only that would only still be four hundred and sixty, which that's yeah. nothing. Yeah, that's only part of Amicalola. Yeah. So it it was really nice because, you know, you did, you have that, you know, sense of triumph over nature <laughs> I yeah, won, yeah. kind of thing. And then to sit beside the, the river and watch your daughter get in and play and enjoy nature, except it was super crowded. So there were a lot of, uh, what do you call them? Tourists? <laughs> oh, I was going to say mouth breathers. Oh, well, yeah. Because it, it's not just tourists. It's a specific kind of tourist. Oh? Because at the top, no, most of those people didn't come up the stairs. They drove because mm. they couldn't mm-hmm. go up the stairs. And, you know, we overheard some of them walking over because there's a bridge at the top that you can look down the falls. Yes, I've and, been there too. Yeah. And... And you, you, just walking past some of these people, it was, oh, I can't even get up the first flight of steps to the first landing where there's, where there's a bench. Mm-hmm. I can't even do that. Mm-hmm. So we just drive up here. <laughs> yeah. At least it's accessible to everyone. Oh yeah. But that, you know. Yeah. Anyhow, you know. So we, yeah, we have been having crazy busy running around and now we're finally settling back down to what, yes. not knit anything at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's been me the last, I don't know, week or so. 
Oh my. I mean, I've. I didn't I've realize had... that you'd hit one of those cul de sacs in the knitting yeah, mind. I have. I, um. I think it's because I'm not inspired by anything I'm knitting. Oh. That's not good. No, it's like I have. Okay, so. I'd had. I started some socks on some DPNs while we were at Stitches. Mm hmm. So I could use my SoFlow needle keeper thing. Yes, just just specifically so you could keep your needles. And yes. That's, that's pretty fun. Yes. Well, I didn't like how the yarn was knitting up. I didn't like the way the colors... It was pulling in an un- unattractive and, way. And very unattractive. So i got to figure out what else I can do with this yarn. Okay. It's very variegated. I may do a back, back, Bacchus, Bactus yes. style scarf with it i would love to see a compilation of patterns that look awesome with variegated or semi-striping yarn something that says this is a place to go i you know on ravelry they have so many different searches and you can pull up a yarn and search and see what people have done but i would love to be able to just say variegated just have that as an option that would be nice because I, I, you know, I buy yarn sometimes because I'm just so attracted to it. And mm-hmm. like many things that you're attracted to initially, they don't turn out to be everything you thought they were. <laughs> no. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think I have several things in my stash that I just look at and like, that's still beautiful. But I, now, yes. now that my brain can, can kind of leap ahead to see what happens to it. Yeah. You know, but we make amazing variegated yarns that we try to think of, what will this work with? And so... I think it's a neat challenge. I, I enjoy it because I love working with the color. Yeah, I do too. So I think it would be really a neat thing to have. I think we should suggest it. Okay. And if anyone else out there knows if there's uh, some good links to some blogs or sites where people say, oh, this looks, this is the best with variegated, then I think that would be a kind of a fun resource to have and we could start a list. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Yeah, um, but that'll get you inspired too. Yeah, because it's just sitting there, wound in a ball, staring at me, and then mocking you. Yes, because I un- I undid it. I just pulled it all out. Oh, I just because I just was not happy. Yeah, and if you're not happy with it in the beginning, you're definitely not going to be happy with it five hours in. It's just <laughs> you're just going to be more angry because you see more of what you don't like mm-hmm. when it happens to be the way the colors are lining up in variegation, and then I have a sock. Again, it's another thing about the yarn. I don't care for the colors in the yarn. It's a yarn we dyed. Oh. Oh, it's that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's that one. It's just maybe because I had a problem with the foot, like, because I had to go down a needle. So I had to start the whole sock over. So maybe it's the fact that I've knit it twice already, the whole foot, and I'm just that distaste, you know, this, what's the word I'm looking for? Irritation. Yeah, the irritation I had with having to go back and do it again. Yeah. Maybe tainting my view of the colors, but to me, it's an ugly sock. I don't like it. I don't... Don't don't knit it. Just don't. You have so much... We have so much other yarn that needs to, like, grab you I know, but it's like I've already knit the whole foot, turned the heel, and I'm about halfway up the leg. Oh. (laughs) I see. Because it just goes with me, and if Mm -hmm. it's the only thing I have, it's what I knit on, so it gets knit on some. It's not going really fast. And then the other other thing I have is the Clapo T. Oh my god, that is taking forever. I think that when I've heard other people talk about it, they've all mentioned that, like, I'll never finish this. Yeah, I think I'm about halfway, maybe. And you think with all those drop stitches that... No. No? No. Hmm. No. See, Mm-mm. you have to do... Because the middle section, you repeat 12 times. So that's 12 dropped uh-huh. columns. I've done th- three oh, or four. My. And you're... I've done four. So I'm a third of the way through the middle. Yeah. This solidifies it for me. This is not a pattern for me. Oh, it is so freaking boring. I'm going to love it when it's done. Oh, yeah. Doing it and out it's of, beautiful. Yeah, it really is pretty. It's going to look great with just about anything because it has this sandy, pinky, gray, silver mm-hmm. undertone to it all. And then like jeans, blue, like an indigo blue almost. Mm-hmm. Oh, incidentally, just as an interesting and strange side note. We mentioned the Clapo T, so I Google it instantly just to like put 
put the thing in my brain. That's what mm-hmm. I do while you talk oftentimes. So I see, I'm looking down the page at the Google images and there's like all these beautiful people modeling their clapotees. And then there's a bunch of naked people, um, camping, uh, naturist le clapotee. So apparently it's a nudist camp in somewhere in France. Oh. So when you're ready to, uh, put on your clapotee, it's funny that that's actually the name of it. Anyway, just thought I'd let everybody know in case they're. Google imaging it. <laughs> you can you can put in the most benign word and end up with naked people. So yeah, yeah, you can. Anyway, I thought it was entertaining. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I see it. Yeah, see them. Oh, I see it. They're yeah. so happy by the pool and so very naked. So very naked. Which actually, I'm sure swimming. I've never done the skinny dip thing before. It's on my list, my bucket list. But you know, I haven't. I haven't either. I can do it alone, right? <laughs> <laughs> Does that count? No, I don't think it counts. Oh, man. I think you have to have witness. Oh, okay. No, I don't want no witnesses to that. It's going to have to be dark. <laughs> well, when you, I think when you reach a certain age, mm-hmm. the, all your wrinkles and sagginess are just battle scars of the wonderful life you've led. It's a beautiful patina. And, yeah, and you should just embrace them all. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that to a, to a point. I mean... And yet, do I want to stand out there next to the girl with the hot boobs and all that stuff? No, no, no I don't. I just want to be <laughs> well, out there in the dark, feeling the the, the water. But I mean, on my you got to go with yeah trusted friends, not necessarily <laughs> the hot boobed girl. <laughs> That's I right. don't know who you're you're hanging out with later. I'm on just in looking life. at the lady at the Clapotee Club, and she's representing <laughs> here, and, a, and she's out there. You know, I mean, yes. she's not she's not like a model or anything, but I don't want to stand next to her. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay, so back to back to knitting. She needs yeah. a clap of tea to wrap around her little self. Yes. And it yes, is a beautiful does. design. And it's it's so simple. I think that's why I would get bored with it because it's that, like, that gorgeous minimalist um, yep. sensibility, which just doesn't – I'm sorry. I've got to be lace and color and just tacky when it comes to the bottom line. See, normally I don't mind simplicity. Yeah. But I think mine is even more simplistic. I really do enjoy garter stitch based things. And then this is coming like out of head- the mouth of the person who's like, Estonian lace is the best thing ever. And I want to do a, a wedding ring shawl. <laughs> yes. But that doesn't mean I can't find comfort in squishy garter stitch. Yeah. I'm knitting it. Because my knit stitch is pretty quick. So you have to have so- like salad along with your gourmet exactly okay exactly. i don't know which one is which i guess i think that all the miles and miles of garter stitch is it's not even salad though that's what i'm saying it's like bread without butter it's just like rice without <laughs> anything on it i don't know i don't i don't yeah I don't you disagree so. i know a little bit okay well what what i've started just over the weekend and incidentally without meaning to i accidentally cast on a a, a pattern Oh, did it just fall onto it your did. needles? It did. It was an Is accident. That, it was a it was complete... I was sitting around with everyone after um, Victoria's graduation, and I didn't have anything to knit, and I had this yarn, so I had to do something. And, oh, jeez. And, ha- <laughs> and Haley had an interweave with her, so I picked up the Five Points Shawl by Nora Gone, and she had done one in our yarn, and I wanted, I like it. And she was starting another one in the same pattern because she likes it so much. Really? It went so fast. It's on an eight. I, I like Norgon. I do patterns. too. I do too. And this one is, it's just beautiful construction. It has some lace to it. it. You have to think about what you're doing. And yet it's elegant. And one color and you're done. But you can probably do this in some relatively subtly variegated i wouldn't want to go go with you know crazy color changes but it would probably handle it very well and because of the way it's like knitting five kind of triangles Mm -hmm. it just i don't know it looks like oh this is this is the sort of thing that keeps your brain busy yeah and i that sort of thing it's like if you're going to do one color then at least it needs to be interesting enough to do this with it you know yeah yeah i agree I, mm, yeah. Did you look it up? No, I've seen it. Oh yeah. Cause I, Cause I think I sent it to you when Haley mm-hmm. was working on it. Yeah, yeah, you did. And I do, I do like it. I don't know. I'm not, I just, 
<laughs> like, like it's too girly can, for you, isn't it? I think so because it's it's like I can get behind knitting scarves because mm-hmm. scarves are eminently practical and long crescent shaped shawls that are easy to wrap mm-hmm. for me because I just I've talked about this before I just don't feel like feminine enough to pull off a frou-frou shawl even though that's what I love to knit mm-hmm. I don't feel like I, I never feel comfortable wearing them yeah uh, they always end up either like if they're a triangle shape, they always bandana in the front, so the points in the front, and then wrap around my neck. And this and this would work either way, that way, or sideways. So, yeah. so I'm trying to get away mm-hmm. from the triangle shawl, away from frou frou things for a little bit. Yeah, because I will be taking the plunge at some point with the big Shetland shawl or wedding ring or whatever. It will be happening probably 2016. I think that's what I'm going to start January 1. Oh, neat. I think I think that's, no matter what, I'm going to just do it. Maybe ask for the yarn for Christmas and then jump in. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Santa will bring the yarn. Yeah. So, Santa. Wouldn't that be neat to do, to like, yeah. knit, knit your beautiful and then I can sock see and have my... it full of yarn on yeah. Christmas morning. Just full of yarn. Nothing else in that stocking. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. That's got to happen out there for somebody. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of, I want to make another sweater Mm -hmm. garment type thing. I think I found it. Oh. I think. I don't know. What do you think you found? Do you want to share it with us? Yeah, it's Mitchell by Isolde Teague. She just released it this month. Ah. And it is a three-quarter length pullover done in the style of a baseball tea oh cute so it has raglan shaping so the sleeves are one it is color very cute and it's yes. very you i think you would totally pull this off yeah and it's done with lace though mm-hmm. yeah the sleeves are lace so it's very feminine and yet it's just definitely that little raglan tea that was like all the rage when i was in ninth grade everybody, yeah. yeah everybody had to have one in 1983 yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it even has the ring neck and everything. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, and so the front, I think she said the front is just plain. It is. So you, and then the back has all the shaping. Yeah, and it, it makes so sense. So you, you knit it in pieces, though, too. It looks like it needs machine knitting to me. That All that plain. Yeah, it's done on out a Out of lace three. weight? Yeah, oh it's done God. on a three in lace weight. It's, the only reason I'm considering this it's is because... you're crazy. Is because you're crazy. And I have a ton of lace in my stash. Oh, you and your stash. Okay. All right. I'll let that go then. But you're still crazy because I look at this and I'm like, just shoot me. I get like three inches in and go, I'm going to die. I think I'm going to (laughs) die. I can't do this. I have to put this in the corner. I don't know. What colors will you do? I don't know. Because I have have a silver and I have bright red. I could do it in those colors. Not exactly. Mm -hmm. They'd be... Malabrigo versions of those colors. Oh, that would be so beautiful. Or I have a purple, mm-hmm. like a violet. I have navy. I have. I would love neon I, green, like emerald oh, neon that would be green. Beautiful. I have tons of that because I was going to use that to do a featherweight. Pull, well, not a featherweight cardigan, but another uh, a pullover. Yeah. Done. Very similar to this, but I don't need that much. Yeah, I only need two. Two skeins of Malabrigo lace for the body and wow. one and a half for the sleeves. That's one of the best things about lace. It is such a bargain. And yeah. Get a- <laughs> so this this sweater, yeah. this full covers a whole bo- for a big person like mm-hmm. me, only takes four skeins of Malabrigo lace. or And they're like nine or ten dollars a skein. Wow. So that is a bargain. Yeah, you couldn't get, and it's 100%, you know, merino, and it's hand-dyed. So think about what that would cost in a store. Yeah, that's very true. That I mean, sometimes it doesn't work out. No. Like, if you're making a worsted weight cabled sweater, no, just go to the store and buy it. Yes. It's You're going <laughs> to save yourself a lot of tears, unless that is, like, what you want to make. Yeah. But this will be beautiful. A, I mean, yeah, I would I mean, love someone to knit this for me. 
no, take my measurements your... and just no yeah <laughs> you already have a sweater i knit so yeah no. but that wasn't like for me it just happened to fall onto me one day and onto it, you yeah. and fit you so perfectly it just went home with <laughs> i you. wore it all day long today i love that sweater and we're talking about the central park hoodie for anybody mm-hmm. who's curious it's one of the best it's just my best. favorite happy sweater to put on whenever i need it and it which is all the time at work but it is cozy and i love it and i every single day it's appreciated you know pretty much <laughs> yeah yeah but this I, is one of those things too when i look at it, i'm like uh yeah so if you happen to knit this and it doesn't fit you the way it want you wanted it to i got dibs huh okay <laughs> just saying you might sure. you might accidentally knit it you know just a little bit you know, you might smaller. Not, yeah, you might not be happy with it. No, shut. Then I'm not knitting this. If you're so interested <laughs> in this, I'll pick something else no. you find ugly. See, that's that's the thing. I'm interested in it because it's really cute. I am so not interested in knitting it. You have to find this <laughs> stuff that makes you go, "Yeah, I want to do that." I don't know. It's sometimes it's all about the end product, and I don't care how the the knitting is, so uh, long as the end product is ridiculously cute and i think this is falls into that category it does it is ridiculous yeah it, it, it's perfectly in that category i i just want it all i want process and product knitting oh jeez yeah well i never said i was easy to get along with you haven't been under any illusions all no this time. i haven't no <laughs> I'm, I'm not i mean i just if if you look at my queue you will see a lot of just plain stockinette kind of sweaters mm-hmm. whether they're cardigans turtlenecks pullovers you know swing jackets whatever and i think it's because i know how nice simple can look when you don't have that model shape mm-hmm. because a lot of times you do need that that very modely or at least an hourglass figure to pull off some of the stuff that that you knit because you need definition to some things and mm-hmm. then a lot of times if it to me if it comes off as simple simple and fitted mm-hmm. you can wear it even if you have a potato sack for a body <laughs> yeah you know what i mean i, know what you're I mean you can let yeah. the, let the sweater be what it is and if it's designed well yeah, then it, it makes a huge difference if it has that little bit of shaping. If she had just made this a straight box, it would not look right. as cute as it no, does it on on the model. Who I is that? Is that actually yeah, Zolda? That's yes, it is. She's so cute, isn't she? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, it's like talented I have, and I have cute. her big book, Little Red in the City. Oh yes, I know you. Which love is that an one. amazing book. If anybody is looking for some really cute patterns. And then some really amazing instruction on how to make things fit. Yeah. She it's does it all. Book. She does toys. Yeah. She does hats. She does kids stuff. I mean, she is so yeah, talented. The, the Red in the City, the first section, it talks about taking all your measurements. Very similar to Amy Herzog. Mm-hmm. Um, how you do your own measurements so you can really get something to fit. And she talks about adding bus darts if you're, you know, because... The front of a sweater should not be shaped as the same as the back. That's right. Because you don't have two boobs on your back. Well, you well might. at least most of yeah, us don't. It happens sometimes. It does but. happen, but usually <laughs> yeah. your front is bigger than your back. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so she talks about adding bust darts to accommodate any kind of boobage you might have on the front. Yeah. Which, or using princess seams. Mm-hmm that kind of thing to really shape something and give a nice clean eye. And so she has some really cute patterns in that. Actually, she did the, the Marin Mm -hmm. that we loved so much. And I've done a couple other patterns of hers. I've done some slippers, which were so cute. Oh, every time I look through her designs as a whole on Ravelry, I'm always like, oh my gosh, I can never yeah. design because this person has just done it so well. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, the slippers that I knit, I knit two pairs, one for each of my aunts mm-hmm. or roommates. Aww. And yeah, so I was like, I couldn't knit one one pair for just one of them. <laughs> You'll be in and trouble. So one, pair was, one pair was blue and one pair was gray and they both had some like replica coin. Mm-hmm buttons so they were really cute but they were actually modeled after the little shoes she knit for the doll she designed 
How adorable is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're super cute. <sighs> oh, well, knitting is one of those things that you're devoted to for one reason or another, and she definitely gives you plenty of reasons to yes, define any any one of the reasons. Just, I don't know. I guess I like how she does. She has stuff for big girls. She has stuff for kids. It's really, it's yeah, really neat. I love the socks what... even that she has. Yeah, that the other thing about Red in the City is her model, like she's a model, mm-hmm. and then her her friend is the model, and her friend I think is my size or larger. Mm-hmm. So she definitely shows like the same pattern on a a thin person and a large person. Yeah, and how it works on both. And she's cute. She's a really neat plus size person who looks yes. really good in the in the knitwear they've made for her. Yeah, yeah, she does. Aww. So it's great. Neat. Um, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so pretty much, I've hit a wall. I don't know if I want to cast on anything new, or just kind of chill for another week or so. I don't know. Maybe we're we'll still see. digesting stitches because we we still do have to cover a few more items from stitches, and yes, we have to we remember do. how inspired we were when we were there because there was so much to see. It was overload, of course. I think that's what happened. It was overload. Yeah. I think a few of my bulbs burnt out. <laughs> Like the f- I got to replace the fuses with an awesome pattern that I feel next year when we go can shine. Yeah, so you can have that that one thing to wear that makes you feel like you you took that last year and did something good with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you know, back to stitches. One of the things I was thinking about was when you said you had kind of hit a wall with your knitting mojo was um, knitting as a lifestyle because so many people who do it get so drawn into the social depth of knitting and joining the guild or going to their shop or having their group or whatever it is. And they're inspired to get tattoos. Yes. And I know you've talked before about getting a knitting, a knitting oriented tattoo. Yes, I have. Were you inspired by any of the ones we saw at stitches? Uh, not inspired impressed yeah especially the alice starmore that was definitely that that one stood out a lot yeah yeah this woman had her entire forearm of one one arm done in a color work chart inspired by alice starmore's mm-hmm. uh did you find out which? You know, I don't remember which one it was. I'll have to okay, look. I might have a note on that somewhere, but okay, it was it was interesting, and she did the color work. I think we posted it on Instagram, but we'll also have it in our show notes to so you can just find it quickly. But it was impressive, very impressive, because it wasn't just a small patch; it was her entire forearm mm-hmm. from essentially her wrist to her elbow. Yeah, and on the inside. And the fun thing was below it; it said "knit on." Yes. <laughs> now that was the where I I got off the bus. Okay, so we had this gorgeous thing. It's Alistair Moore, and it's really interesting. It was a star pattern. It has this, I think it's like a peacock feather almost look to it. Mm-hmm. But the lettering she did herself, I guess, using the um, grid of the knitting grid. Mm-hmm. And being a graphic designer and someone who loves lettering and loves letters, that's where the tattoo just it lost it for me it's like her devotion's amazing and what she did was cool and she got to a certain point in her life and she's like yeah i'm doing this and so if you do it i think if she had just left the lettering off it would be so much more successful as a tattoo right so anyone who's that's the thing i think lettering is a, a definite um tattoo talent but if you're not really sure about your artist, that's where you need to like really be happy with or know what they're doing. One thing that I noticed that the tattoo artist did use was white in a good way because white ink is hard to keep in. A lot of times it just looks really pale or it just goes away. So yes. it, it's kind of like it faded in. It definitely healed. I don't know how many years old it was, but it had had some age to it. And she, she was probably late 50s. Yeah, I would say so. To late 60s, somewhere in that range, you know. So mm-hmm. the tattoo is kind of a cool thing, but it makes me think, yeah, I want to do a tattoo someday. And luckily I will, I think I want to continue to collect other people's knitting tattoo information, what they do. My favorite one I've seen so far is Nels Rollies. 
Absolutely. Really? Hand, the skein? Yeah. Yeah, hands down. The skein with the nails? It's just needles. one color. It's a skein of yarn, and she actually took the skein of yarn. So it's not like the fake rolled up ball that many of us use in, in artists, and I do myself, as the emblem of a skein of yarn. But it was a um, a hank that's been skeined up, I guess. How, how would you say that properly? Yeah, hers is... is mm. Yeah, because the hank is the big loop that's mm-hmm. twisted on itself. A cake is when you wind it. A skein is already wound in a usable mm-hmm. um, usable thing right. when it's put up on the shelf in a yarn store. So you, usually they're they're oblong. They almost can look like cylinders with the label of the yarn wrapped around it. Yeah. And you can just start knitting from it immediately. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example um uh, okay best example i can give is most of the big box store yes yarns are in skeins and i i have a bad habit of interchanging hank and skein me too i because i think i think many people probably do that Uh, yeah yeah so the hank is the big loop that you have to put on the winder and then create a cake or a hand-wound ball okay whether you do it by hand hand or you use a nostapine you have to take it from this state of being in a loop and change it into another state of being in a ball or cake to then use it otherwise you will end up with a tangled mess so if you have your hank that's our that's like what we have our two yards our circle and we we, our circle and we put it on the yarn winder Mm -hmm. but when we wind it up and make it pretty just kind of like twisting it and pulling it back into a pretty shape that's still a hank that's still a hank when it's when it's the loop that's twisted and then twisted on itself. Yeah. Okay. Into a nice neat package. A lot of hand dyers do that and some big big companies do it, like Madeline Tosh, Malabrigo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are technically hanks. Well I like I liked Nell's tattoo and I know Nor- we don't have Noro, a picture of it. Noro. Oh, okay. That, that's yeah. a good example. Like Kirion or Silk Garden. Any of the weights. Those are all skeins. Ah, Noro also does balls. Mm -hmm. So Silk Garden light, not the sock. The light comes in balls. But regular worsted weight Silk Garden comes in a skein. Okay. Does that make... I hope people know what I'm talking about. I think it does. Well, we'll, we can post a uh, link to Nelnit's page. She has a picture of her um, pattern, Brand Koozie on Ravelry too that shows her tattoo and it's just it's it's not huge it's black and white but it's just nicely done I think to me it's just it almost looks like a little wood cut and I think maybe that's what I really also love about it yeah see have you seen I think (laughs) what do you think well I'm thinking if if and when I get one I want something a little more epic Uh uh-huh than that like a I don't know big if I tattoo necessarily... with the skull with wings across your whole back and no not quite that <laughs> when you said epic i'm like epic knitting tattoo there's a lot of possibilities there there's a lot something um, that pops I'm into my brain like, like possible sleeve mm-hmm. size wow. like maybe not my whole arm maybe just my lower arm or upper arm mm-hmm. but definitely a whole section of my body yeah okay and I think there might have to be some sugar skulls and skeletons involved. Oh, yeah, involved. definitely. Absolutely. You got to get the sugar skulls in there for you. <gasps> like maybe a little sugar skulled skeleton lady in like a late 1800s frock oh. knit it, knitting. You make me want to draw right now. Like lean back in a chair with her legs up in some, you know, Victorian style boots. Oh, I love it. Oh. With the... You know, kind of like a pinup pose, yeah, but with a little sugar skull lady. That's just neat. I can see it with with a ball of yarn and knitting it away, and making something wonderful that maybe wraps around in a spiral. Oh, I was thinking knitting like a voodoo doll. Oh gosh, I don't want no voodoo doll on my body. I don't know. Maybe I don't know, or maybe just, just a doll. Yeah, just kind of a just creepy something fun. Yeah. You know I like the little creep factor. Yes, yes you do. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever be able to draw anything that quite captures your love of the creepiness, but I think I could do the rest of it with your guidance. So we, we should work yeah. on that. Do some sketches yeah. at least next time we get together, because I think that would be fun. And I do want a Doctor Who tattoo. Oh, so. yeah. That would be neat, too. Yes. I want a very abstract, 
uh, not abstract. That's not the word I'm looking for. Minimalist tattoo of the TARDIS. Yeah. Because the doctors change. I don't want a face of any doctor. Mm-hmm. I don't. I agree. I, you know, for a long time, I wanted Allons-y. There's also the scarf. There's the scarf, but only one of them wore I the scarf. Know. Granted, that was my very, very first doctor. Yeah. Because I remember watching special. it with my mom. It is special, but he's not, he's not my favorite. Mm-hmm. My favorite is 10, hands down. And so I've seen some where it's just kind of an outline of like his crazy hair. And then when he wore the 3D glasses and his tie, like suit yeah, tie. You like can't, very you can't settle on a tattoo when it's only like part of what you really want to get out of it all. Yeah. It, to me, the TARDIS is what represents the doctor because every doctor has a TARDIS. Yeah, that's true. And it's always, he's, he will forever be the mad, madman with a blue box to me. Maybe she could be knitting that. Ooh, maybe that'd be fun. Well, you know when you go to Google Images and you put in knitting tattoo. Oh, some of them are crappy looking. I'm sorry, it's bad. They're terrible. But some of them, I'll tell you, there's a couple that do really stand out. And one of the ones that makes me smile, a person took a chart, and they don't. Oh yeah, I saw. I've seen that one. So it's it's just like a little code almost. It's a little pattern, and it's not necessarily it's knitting, but it's not knitting. Yeah, the other option I've thought about getting is right where your shoulders kind of meet your body, uh-huh. either on the front or the back. I, I don't really care. It might be cool to get them on both sides. But when you do raglan shaping, you on one side of the raglan you do SSK, mm-hmm. and the other side of the raglan you do knit two together right. to create. <gasps> oh, so how I've, funny! I get it. I I've get thought it. about doing that on <laughs> my shoulders. <gasps> That's funny. where they where that would go on the body mm-hmm. because you could technically do four of them That's... on each side. That that would On be each really side fun. Of you. Yeah, that that I've thought about that too. Maybe like on the back. One of the other ideas that I like, but I would never do, because you know how some people have love and hate on their knuckles. Mm, oh, the knit and pearl. Knit and pearl on your knuckles is kind of badass. Yeah. I, well, she's the, the. If you're looking there's several, at the same, yeah. Yeah. Well, that the woman I first saw that she has the knit. The SSK and Pearl 2 together on the backs of her elbows. Oh. And to me, that doesn't make sense. No, I mean, I yeah. like that she branded herself in such a way, but to me, it makes more sense to put it where the decreases would go. Yeah, I understand. On your person. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah. The other thing um, I also thought about mm-hmm. is... The, the you know the tattoos that you see people where it's like the your flesh is kind of ripped and underneath sometimes they'll oh, have yeah. either like bones or flesh metal or biomechanical yeah, or craziness like, yeah it'll look like a a robot underneath like you've kind of scratched yourself and pulled off your android skin mm-hmm. and underneath are just servos and circuits and yeah, that happens to I, me sometimes yeah i know <laughs> I, I know so i thought it would be kind of neat to do the same thing but have knitted fabric Oh, that's fun. So those those are my three knitting tattoo ideas. So if you if you have this idea, like there's a moment in your life when you want a tattoo. You know, some people like I'm gonna do it when I turn X. Oh no. Nah. I'm gonna do it when I have some just play money. Yeah. I'm gonna do it when I have an extra three hundred dollars sitting around. Yeah, they're so expensive. (laughs) I mean the only reason I got my tattoo when I was in college is because, you know, I just had some money left over mm-hmm. after buying books. It's like, oh, I have 150 bucks or whatever it costs me. Let's go get tattoos. So a bunch of us went. I was 19. I did get one on my 27th birthday because it's my, um, what do they call that? The, the year that you turn the date that you are is like your golden birthday. Oh, mine passed. Yeah. Ten years so ago. if like if you were born on the sixth, then it was on when you were six. But you know, if you were born on the thirtieth, so that's the kind of latest one you can have is when you turn thirty one. Yeah. But when I turned twenty seven, that was my like I'd always been looking forward to that. So I got my little crescent moon on that for that, you know. Nice. So I think that too, I'll do the knitting tattoo if I'm still knitting when I'm fifty, which I am pretty darn sure because it's not that far away. I think that would be kind of a fun one for that, like do a knitting yeah. theme. But, you know, so that gives me like a, a few more years, not, not many to make up my mind on what I want to do. But it's on my mind, you know. 
Yeah. Especially to like after running into people and seeing a few here and there. I saw some small ones that nobody I stopped and took a picture of except for the lady with the Alice Darmore. But I think seeing Nils also made me like, hmm, you know, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I think she did it for a special birthday, if I'm not mistaken, when she mentioned it. I can't remember exactly, but it was like a, a moment where she knew what she wanted and she brought the skein of yarn and showed him. And I thought that's that's a pretty cool way to go, you know? Yeah, that is very cool. Um, one of the knitting tattoos that I've seen mm-hmm. a lot. Okay, what is it where... When you write something a particular way, if you look at the mirror image oh, yeah, or yeah. the upside down version, it's a different word. Right. That that was featured in Angels and Demons by Dan Brown. Yeah, but it, what is the word? I'm I'm looking up. I'm trying to think of the word. Um, oh, it's nana 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 gram. Yeah, nana 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 banana banana <laughs> gram. banana grams. No gram. <laughs> Parallelogram. It's um. <laughs> Because I see that there are several people. It's an ambigram. Like amb- ambigram. Yeah, like ambidextrous or ambiguous. Yes. Ambigram. I, yeah. I, some of them work. Mm-hmm. Some of them For do other not. words. Not knit and pearl people. Yeah. Though not knit and I purple. I saw that too in the, in the tattoo sets and it's just not quite. Something happens. Yeah. I can't. You can't read it. You don't know what you're looking at. It just looks like poo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't work. And plus, you don't want to have to turn your whole arm upside down so somebody can see it the other way. Right. I mean, oh. <laughs> plus, it's very, um, I don't know, 10 years ago when that came out. Yeah. There was a. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, the Angels and Demons. Did you ever read that? No, I read The Da Vinci Code and I think Inferno. Okay. Well, pro- I don't know. I read two of them. Yeah, I think it was. Um, and. I think, oh, May 2000, so I'm even longer, <laughs> a longer time ago than I thought, which is everything. But the movie was 2009, so I'm not that far out, but yeah. Yeah, so yeah. The, I saw the movie. Yeah, I read the book. That's usual. That's how we do it. Yeah, well, I've read a couple of <laughs> Oh, books. yeah, I know you've read the books, too, but I mean, it's like, in general, if you can flip a coin and guess which side I'm going to yeah, end up on. Yeah, yes. absolutely. You've always read, read the <laughs> Oh, yeah, books. I read that. And I enjoyed the book kind of, it seemed kind of a rehash to me of the Da Vinci Code, but I really did like the Amagrams being a graphic designer, you know, it's kind of like, yeah. oh, I'm very attracted to that. No, no, no. That. Like I said, yeah. it, it works with certain mm-hmm. things. It doesn't work with every combo. Yes. And Knit and Pearl, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. It's, you really have to um, convolute as much as you can those letters so if you're going to do any lettering on your body though you just really need to make sure that you work it out ahead of time because yeah i'm i get nervous with lettering Mm -hmm. because it can look like absolute yeah and the um the standard tattoo font that a lot of people use it's kind of fun it's like the sailor tattoo font that -hmm. works and there's a reason it works i mean it's been people have been doing that same look for a long time for hand lettering Mm-hmm. But when people try to make it up, oh dear. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like Ed Hardy style tattoos. Yeah. That old. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I, I had a friend. Oh man, this girl. Oh dear. She had like one of the worst breakups I've ever heard about. Like, mm. you know, boyfriend got busted for having like an eight ball of cocaine. Oh my. Which is huge amounts of cocaine. Like, it was just bad 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 <laughs> but she got this and i'd only met her after that so i had only known her with the giant tattoo that went in between her boobs and up her chest oh my and it was like a big red heart with like a thorn of crowns mm. or a crown of thorns wrapped around <laughs> it and like big like railroad style spikes oh, through it like oh yeah. Talk about epic heartbreak right there on her chest. Oh, bless her heart. So after that, she's like, I got some new tattoos. And she had them taped up. And she got the very traditional doves. Oh, yeah. The little blue right birds of happiness. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And the wingtips went right over her collarbone. Hmm. And she said she's never cried so hard in her life. That's, than when, yeah, there's some when spots that, that you just don't want to yeah. be tattooed. That's for sure. Yeah. 
I think I want my Doctor Who tattoo on my foot. <laughs> those don't those don't wear well. I know. I'm just saying. I know they don't. So I've had a number of friends who have tattoos on their feet. Yeah, but at least you can cover them up with beautiful hand knit socks. Exactly. <laughs> and and I like during the summer I mostly wear flip flops. Oh, I see. Well, I found the perfect one. Some, oh, I see it. I sent it to you. Yes, it's, it's the Kitchener stitch. Yeah, so she just has it on the inside of her wrist, and it's just the whole recipe. Yeah, it's about the size of a quarter. Yeah, it's perfect. It's like, oh my gosh, how hilarious is that? How many times do I constantly look that up on Nitty? Do you really? I don't know. I just want to see it. I want to have it near me. I mean, oh once God. once I look at it and no, read it again, no, you then shouldn't I do it have again. to look at it again. I, and I look no. at it once, and then I do it. But I still have no, to look at it. No, you shouldn't ever have to look at it again. You have knit. How many socks? Way more socks. Yeah. You should never have to look at that again. But I have this thing. I don't know. Is oh. this, is this, I don't it's not a compulsion, I guess, but maybe it is because I am somewhat compelled to like put my eyes on certain things before I do certain things. It's almost a ritual. I know how to Kitchener stitch, but I want to read it. And then I feel no, better. No, <laughs> I have to become oh, that crazy. A little bit. How many people out bit. there just do it every time and don't ever think about like I read it first? After I learned how to do it, I've never looked at the instructions again. Oh, you're you're never. just like that. I mean, unless it's like something like this. Like what? Like this tattoo you're showing me, or yeah. somebody has that keychain and I happen to turn it over and I see it, but I've never sought yeah. out. You never like okay, it's time to Kitchener stitch. I'm gonna open it up and read it so I feel good. Okay, now I'll do this. Yeah, no, that never ever <laughs> ever happens. Oh, okay. So maybe I'm challenged. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's just part of the way I work. Yeah. That's too funny. <sighs> So, (laughs) all right. The the last thing I think we we should talk about is is our class. Yes, because we're going going on an hour here. Yes, we had a good class. It was on sticking, and sticking. I was S T E E K, which means to bring together. And I was afraid of it. it I was afraid. I told you not to be afraid. And I I was kind of like mildly like, oh, this will be. I could mess this up. But once I saw how this is done, I knew that I just can't mess this up once you No. It's like, you oh, can't. I get it. Oh, okay. I don't know why I was worried, you know? Yeah. I had done something very similar to the method that was taught in our class. Mm-hmm. I'd done it on a sweater and then my little tea cozy and it's it's great. Yeah. And the way she taught she taught us a couple variations on what I knew coming yeah, so into you did the stitch learn. I mean I did learn yeah. no I absolutely learned uh you you treat the stitches differently because like, the way she taught us was with waist yarn and crochet hook so you would knit your piece and if you had planned for your steak you would create four stitches of twisted stitches in the middle and then from there you would use a crochet hook in your waist yarn and you would do a slip stitch crochet all the way up one side of your twisted four stitches and all the way down the other, like with two stitches in the middle. So you do the outside right and outside left, and then you would cut in between and everything would stay. Mm-hmm. And that, and it, it was like, Oh, okay. You planned ahead and it just does what it's supposed to do. Cool. Yep. And then she showed us how to do it. If you didn't plan ahead, which you come at it from the side mm-hmm. and it works great. I even used two of my pieces and seamed them together and it's flawless. Yeah. And then we picked up stitches going one way. We seamed stuff. And it was it was great for, I, I mean, yes, doing like a steaked cardigan or armholes or neck holes. You know, planned steaks, that's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I knew already could facilitate that anyway. But the best is but when you're was, like, oh, I need to take this in because I lost a little weight. Or I want to give it or, to someone else. or Yeah, or I've knit this like five inches too small yes, in the waist. and I want to add in a panel. You want to add in a panel. Mm-hmm. So you can steak it and then knit a triangle piece panel to accommodate your waist and hips and still have some shape. This means that even and if you, you knit the Mitchell and it doesn't fit you the way you want, fit. then you still don't have to give it to me because you can steak it and fix it. Oh, but it's all knit in pieces. Oh, yeah. So you'll still have a chance. 
Yeah, I can totally knit. But you could knit it. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing, too. I don't want to. If you do knit something in the round and want to stick it, that's part of the shortcut that she did teach us. Yeah, but I think the the Mitchell, because it's made out of such frilly material, it's going to be knit out of lace. There's not a lot to it. I think the the seams will help support it and keep it from oozing out of shape. So, but yeah, it... It was really great because so she and the other thing that I learned, the method that she taught to steek, which used the crochet hook and everything, which I'd done, but not the same, not nearly the same. The way she taught it, you can use any yarn. Mm -hmm. I had always been under the assumption that you could only use... 100% 100% wool that was really 100% crunchy. 100% wool that, no, not necessarily <laughs> crunchy, but that was not super wash. It had to be 100% regular old wool. I thought that I too. I mean, it could be merino, but Shetland and Icelandic are like the ones known for being able to steak. Yes. Because they just stick to each other. They're not going to unravel. And anyhow, yarn doesn't really want to unravel from a cut edge into your knitting. Yeah. Like they, it wants to unravel down, not sideways. Which is kind of a hard thing to remember, but it makes total sense once you become aware. Once you cut it, it's like, uh, so, but she showed us examples where she used ribbon yarn, cotton, rayon, silk, all these like super slippery mm-hmm. yarn. That was impressive. And she steaked it. And- yeah, she steaked it and it looked beautiful. And because you're only doing like two stitches worth of cut edges on either side. Mm-hmm. It was great because a lot of times in um, like Fair Isle, you'll have like 10 stitches in the middle that is considered your steak and you cut up. So it'd be nice to cut those out to just four. Definitely. Cut down a little bit on all those, that waste. Yeah, that waste. So hmm. yeah, no matter how much you're, I mean, all you need is four stitches if you're going to plan a steak. So if you see something you really like, but it's knit in the round and you want to turn it into a cardigan, all you have to do is add four stitches to the initial cast on so that you have a place to cut it. It was a good class overall because she had so many examples <coughs> and she was willing to help people with their individual problems or and things like that. I, I think people sometimes think that the classes at Stitches are overpriced, but I've always gotten every bit of my, what I've paid. I really have. I I think the class was overpriced Mm. because I think she could have taught that in an hour. Well, you're in there with all the people that can't learn that in an hour. I know. So, I mean, no, I know there, there's one, there's one teacher. If she's at stitches next time, I might take a class with Mm her. And (laughs) from some people I've heard that she's very, um, not nice because she's from New York. Ah, but from others, I've heard she just moves at a lightning pace mm-hmm. and covers a ton of That's what you need. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, people from New York ne- not, aren't necessarily rude. They come off as rude to us Southerners because they move at such a higher pace <laughs> yeah. that they just get get stuff done and get out of my way. I need to get this done. Yeah. And it's not rude. It's just... They move twice as fast as us down here. Well, I don't, you know, I think we can make the mental leaps and, you know, I, I don't like to waste time I do too. either. So I, I don't think I felt, I felt that some, I don't, I don't know. There, I think there's always going to be in every group. There's always going to be that person that just doesn't understand what absolutely. you're doing. That's just the and way it's it is. so frustrating. So frustrating. Cause I'm, uh, rarely am I that person unless we're talking about geometry <laughs> or or calculus or you know high-end math stuff I'm yeah he, or physics mm-hmm. physics sometimes leaves me in the dust but most of the time it's like yeah I'm on board let me take some notes I'm I'm good I got this yeah. let's move on and you can wrap your brain around it pretty fast yeah and you're yeah. definitely that way with knitting I mean you definitely get yeah, it yeah that especially with knitting it's like oh okay so th- this is what we're doing Okay, and I can seam these together? Okay. Like, really and truly, if it had been a... Maybe if our class size had been cut in half... Mm-hmm. You could have... It would have taken... Uh, oh, yeah, an hour, maybe 30 I agree. minutes. I agree. And yet, I mean, we had our samples ahead of time, but some, you know, some people take a long time to just pull up and do what she said to do. So... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. That that was hard for me, because it had... I've never taken 
like a class class oh, for knitting. I did not know that. Yeah. So being in a classroom setting was, was very hard. But I do have my a notes here. I think I said I would type them up for somebody, didn't I? I think you did. Okay. Well, I have them right here. I'll do that tonight. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'll email them to you because I think you're the person who needs to get them to somewhere. Excellent. Else. Excellent. So, um, was there anything else you wanted to cover? No, I think that um, we'll probably think of some other stuff, but we'll we'll get to it next week. And we do yeah. we do plan on being uh, back next more week. more regular. Yeah, yeah. and um, we're looking forward to it. We have a lot of stuff going on right now in our dying, and you can follow yes, us. We'd, yeah, we'd love to share maybe some of. We it next will be. Week. We have some new colors coming up too, and some new bases and all kind of fun stuff. So keep up yeah, with well, us. We should talk yeah. about about we our. Will. our in our situation so all right yes so keep up with us on facebook on instagram vocabularyyarn.com and and i'm on twitter mandabug81 if you ever want (laughs) to follow me there yes and i'm vanessa one with an e sorry yes but yeah we're all you just go to vocabularyyarn.com and you can find everything there and we'll talk to y'all next week yep have a good week bye bye